Hey, this is Amy with Intuitive Coaching with Amy, and I'm going to continue my series on the realms. Let's see. I'm going to pull up my intro to this, so in case you're just tuning in, you can understand the nature of this series. Um, well, while I'm pulling it up, let me introduce myself. I'm an intuitive and a coach. I help people do really extraordinary things in their life. I help them release what's not working. I help them transcend their limitations so that they can live whatever their version is of their dream life. I'm really great at helping people start businesses, attract the romantic relationship of their dreams, understand the truth of their situation. I'm great with predictions. Yeah, I'm kind of your your evolved, elevated psychic. And so if you are looking for support, spiritually based support, I would love to be there for you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Pay extra close attention to the massive result intuitive coaching package, as well as the elevate intuitive coaching package. Both of those services are designed to be a fully immersing experience if you choose to engage it, because not only do you get your sessions, but you also get time with me in between over text. And it gives you a great opportunity to clear energy really quickly, to move through, um, experience breakthroughs rapidly. Really great if you're working on a particular goal or intention. Maybe there's something you realize like, hey, I keep repeating this pattern. I'm just over it. I'm ready to transcend it or I'm ready to move to my next level in, in my career or in my business. And you want support to help keep you pointed in the direction of that. Those services are great. I'm tuned into your energy for that full, for the full duration of the package. And um it's it's just quite wonderful when someone signs up for that service, then I get, through them signing up for the service, I get intuitive pieces of information, even outside of their sessions, and it can help them keep moving forward. So it's a really great resource for someone who's into that. All right, so let's talk about the series I'm doing on realms. I've done the angel realm, and I've done the elemental realm. Those shows are posted. Uh, some years ago, Doreen Virtue wrote a little book called Earth Angels. And this book was designed, in my opinion, to help New Agers understand their spiritual origins and possibly their mission for being on the planet, better understand their personalities, relationships, even their health. I believe the intention of the book was to help us all feel a little less weird and disconnected. Uh, while I don't resonate with everything she wrote in the book, the book is now, from what I understand, completely out of print, though you can find some used copies. And I think the earlier editions are better. Um, she did some updates that I didn't think necessarily were helpful. But it, you know, it's your call if you want to read it. It's a good jumping off point. I think that there is a lot of research in the world um, from various practitioners on these realms. And so there's the angel realm there. And, and essentially these are 
humans who've incarnated onto this earth, but their origins is either angel, elemental, that would be your fairies, your gnomes, your leprechauns, your elves. Um, and um, now we're going to talk about star beings. I call them star energy people. Um, I like to joke, oh, they're a little alien uh, with people I'm close to. Incarnated. So these are incarnated star beings, star energy people, um, also known as star seeds, incarnated extraterrestrials, aliens, incarnated aliens. Star energy people are. Okay, I forgot a piece of my intro here that I think is important that I didn't say because I just assumed you've been listening to all the other shows in the series because I think this. This is my my preface on this. Um, if you're wondering what realm you're from, just trust what description most resonates with you. Only you will know for sure what realm you're from. And I want you to think of this as a fun, lighthearted exploration. Please do not take this seriously. Let your curiosity guide you. It's very much like Doreen's book. It's just a jumping off point. Um, I focused on um, the aspects of that book that the pieces I that were common, what I've seen over my decades since I first was introduced to that material. I'm like, oh, that person is a star person. And I paid attention to patterns that I've seen. That's what I'm going to share with you. you. If you're from this realm and maybe you've already researched it, you might have, you might say, oh, well, Amy, it's more like this. That's fine. <laughs> Follow your curiosity 100% and trust your intuition. But don't make any of this mean more than it needs to for you. If it resonates with you and you find it interesting, cool, and you want to explore it more, yay if it makes you feel more connected yay if you're like oh then don't pay attention to it right only only focus on what makes you feel good and i'm i'm saying that just because i think sometimes people can come to content like this and take it you can take it as seriously as you want to but if it starts to make you feel bad and you start to feel restricted and like, oh, I have, to, I'm like this, and this must mean this. No, this is just meant to make you feel more connected to who you are. So if it doesn't feel good, let it go, right? Don't take this on and, and judge yourself or make yourself wrong. Okay, so now that I've given you that preface, let's talk about star beings. Um, and I, so I had taught I'm pulling these notes from a class I had taught some years back um, referencing the Doreen Virtue Earth Angel book that's the name of it um, I think yeah Earth Angel um, but I did do some additional research on star what I'm calling star energy people uh, many of them now say star seeds so Star energy people are highly advanced spiritual beings and souls that originated from distant planets, solar systems, and galaxies, typically far from Earth. 
They have an innate homesickness, and deep down they know they don't belong on Earth. They, w- they want to go home now because they know Earth isn't their, their final destination. As I was doing my research, I was tuning into it. I was like, oh, this is like pure, pure incarnated angels. They, they don't feel like they're like Earth is hard for them. They, I think they like humans, but they, they feel Earth is hard. And I think I got that same vibe from star seeds. Star energy people don't like being the center of attention and are usually a wallflower at social functions, though they can be rather social. I lived with a a woman who was a definitely 100% a star person. And um, we were roommates for some time. And, and, you know, I think because I think my, my angel side overlapped with the kindness that star beings have. And so it was a very, one of the better living situations I've had in my life. And so Anytime she would have people over, it was a room full of star beings and me. And she was very expressive and social in those environments. So I do feel that when star people are around other star people, they're not they're not the wallflower. They're they're very personable. They joke. They have fun. Um, so I would I'm, I'm hesitant to to label them. Oh, they're introverted. I don't think that at all. Um, I think they just need to be around their people. Um, star energy people tend to believe in, in, and, and very interested in um, extra, extra ETs. We'll just call it ETs. UFOs. They tend to like sci-fi shows and movies about space and other planets and galaxies and um, like Star Trek and Star Wars. I saw in my research even Harry Potter. They, they're yeah, they like that stuff. Um, they are compulsively thoughtful towards people. Very, they, they, it's a, it mimics the angelic kindness in some ways. Um, and they don't, they, they don't take it personally if, um, humans don't express appreciation or not. Um, they're not wired in that way. Um, and as a result, I tend to think that they don't have the same messy boundaries that angels have. They are very empathetic, though. They're interested in holistic healing and forms of energy or hands-on healing. Um, their mission in life, like why they came to the planet, is to aid the evolution of Earth because of the role it plays in the greater universe. Again, you know, I was poking around the universe, uh, the universe, the internet, which is its own universe. And you know, it's a mixed bag on what their purpose of being here, but I do really think that they want, they're most interested from what I gather, the evolution. And, um, and the and my spirit guides had said as I was just like well I'm like spirit this is kind of man it's kind of contradicting some of what I've read in other materials and they're like yeah they all everybody has a mission it's their uniquely their own you can't just blanket it but this particular group of people they're most interested in us evolving and how it relates to the greater universe. 
often their mission is more important than getting married and having children. That I know for sure is a line that I took from Doreen Virtue's work. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if that's exactly true. What I have witnessed and seen, they tend to form families and relationships that are outside of the nuclear family model. So, yeah, like they, they're they're not afraid of of multi partners and um, doing family and partnership in their own unique way that makes sense to them. That's that's what I have consistently seen. But I don't know if necessarily their mission is more important, so they don't form families, but um, play with it. If you're thinking this the way you are, only you will know. And then as kids, they did a lot of stargazing and imagining what was out there. Um, star energy people are, are drawn to professions in energy, all forms of energy, healing, engineering, tech, tech uh, research, scientific jobs. They like to work where they feel they're co contributing to the evolution of their field or area of study. Like they, they want to, I, I dated a man who, who now I clearly see he was star being. Um, and I don't often like the definitions of star beings being like, oh, they're tall and thin because I've known all types of star beings and some of them aren't thin, right? Um, but what I saw was, he, he felt he worked in tech and he felt like it was a part of like society. Like it was like he had a deep, it was, it was past just being passionate. It, it was more like this could change the world. And he had like a very specific perspective on, on life that didn't look like everyday human life. And so I'm like, Oh, you are starving. Now I understand. So, but they, they want to feel that they're making an impact, not for a legacy, not for name recognition, but for moving earth forward, moving their professions forward. Um, Self-employment tends to work well for them. They don't like the politics of corporations or institutions even. They don't like politics at all. Like they, but they recognize that that is a part of this way of being, but they, they'll participate to the degree to which they have to, but they, they tend to wind up doing their own thing. They love, of course, technology. They love gadgets. Um, I have found, this is interesting, because, you know, I'm a psychic that pays attention to patterns, energetic patterns. I have found that star people, they tend to have a lot of clutter and they have their own like unique way of organizing that clutter that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> Not that it has to, but it's like they have their systems and it just, I mean, it can look like a big mess on the surface, but they know how things are placed, where they go, where they are. And, and it, you know, even if it's a big chaos, a pile of chaos, they, they get it. And um, that I've seen consistent, consistently. And they don't mind th their relationship with, with um, 
like furniture <laughs> and and um like they they don't mind foldable things they don't mind modular things um they don't um tend to oh my god like they may have like rows and rows and rows of foldable tables and that's their desk and they have multiple computers on all these desks and uh they they have jars of things that only make sense to them and and um it's quite fascinating they they have they they always have a tool for something uh, which is, they're great at putting things together even women um it's quite it's quite fascinating their way of relating to things um they're most interested in how things work in any area of their life they love learning they love researching they love investigating but they have a strong understanding that there are many truths available. It's 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 quite interesting that they they when they are healthy, they know that there are many truths available. And so they're okay with uh engaging a conspiracy theory. They often feel different from their original family while still maintaining their relationships to the best of their ability in their own unique way. I, I, I get really annoyed when um, someone is judging star people and the way they relate um, because I, I, I recognize they do it their own way, right? They, they interact in the way that makes sense to them. The way someone else might be, um, no, they, they don't do it that way. There's no blanket. Uh, for them, like, oh, I have to act this way. I think that actually pushes them away. Um, I think they do best when they get to show up in the way that feels most comfortable to them. With that being said, if you are in a relationship, particularly a romantic relationship with a star being that you get to choose, right? You get to choose if you stay in that romantic relationship. If they're doing relationship in a way that doesn't make you feel loved and supported, you don't have to be with that person. Go find somebody else that does. Doesn't mean you have to judge the way they do it. I think that that's the key with with star beings is um, not judging them. But at the same time, you get to have what you want, right? You can't make somebody be who you want them to be. But respect the fact that if you are sensing you're in a relationship with a star being, they're going to do it their own way. And one of their love languages, this was very interesting, tends to be physical touch and affection. They like cuddling. They they like um, the warm embrace. Um, uh, yes, they have a different relationship with the physical body that's not rooted in um, puritan, puritanical, is that a word? Puritanical? Uh, like the Puritans, they're not, it's not rooted in that. Like they, they're, they're a lot more um, free. And that is something that's important to them is freedom in general. Um, so they can, they can, yeah, physical touch is very important to them. That is a love language. Their intuition tends to lead them to read between the lines very easily they know when people are manipulating them. They they don't like it at all. Um, who does? But they are very aware of that. And and I think it's because they are so genuine when they're in their 
their healthiest version of them. They're very truthful and very straightforward. Um, so like in their minds, there's like, there's no need for that. And so they read between, between the lines with ease. They also receive clear intuitive information through automatic writing, astral projection, um, clear audience. And because of the physical touch, I would put clear sensing in there too, though they're not the greatest with necessarily with feelings like they can feel other people's feelings and but they're not they're not the best at, at identifying I think my spirit guides are jumping and they're saying they have just have a different way of looking at feelings I guess is the best way I could say um so even though they tend to be in my my interactions with them even though they tend to do automatic writing really well they they sometimes think that people understand that, you know, uh, and I'm saying this just because I'm a psychic who's, who's, who's done quite a bit of automatic writing in my life. Um, automatic writing isn't meant to be read by someone. It's a tool, right? And so I think sometimes uh, if they're not aware, I think sometimes uh, star beings, star people can think that their writing is is meant meant to be read by the world, right? Uh, but in actuality, it's not. It's not. It doesn't mean their ideas don't need to be in the world. It just means that they may need to think about the publication of that. Their first draft isn't necessarily the last draft. Um, they again, they value freedom at the deepest level, and it doesn't mean that they don't like commitments and obligations but they want to choose what is best for them. They don't want it to be chosen for them and they definitely don't want it to be assumed that they're supposed to behave a certain way. Um, they, they feel traditional religion is often too restrictive, but I have found star people do understand the tradition of practices within religion even at a greater level than than other spiritual beings so they can engage in the practice of a religion um, out of tradition they tend to make a living using their hands and their intellect and they're not usually a big fan of crowds unless it's something they really love doing that really lights them up that makes them feel connected usually with other people like them now, if you, if this sounds like you, it's totally okay to feel like you don't fit in. So embrace that. Obviously, all of these realms probably feel that way uh, to some degree. Um, and just find your community among other star energy folks. And they do. Like that, like I, I do believe star energy people, star seeds, um, they, they, find, they find each other. Um, astrology may be of interest to you. If you're a star person, uh, nighttime offers you great insight psychically. Um, you are not a fan of violence, so avoid it and uh, be a peaceful soul. If you're finding that you're struggling with anger stuff, that's probably a, a result of a trauma and go and get some support around it. It's totally fine. As I've told my angel pals, <laughs> You can totally go and get some support and talk about that, you know. 
um, because you are generally very peaceful. Um, your dreams offer great insight and you may regularly astro travel um, at night. Never stop being nice and kind and doing unselfish good deeds. Like, you know, that's what I've noticed about star being people is angels are helpers. Star being people, they just do good deeds. Like, they just do, like, the man I dated, like, a woman, he heard, he was coming home one night, and he heard a woman in another apartment screaming. It was an elderly lady. He winded up picking her up and putting her in her wheelchair. I mean, this whole dramatic story, like, and, and he just did it out of the goodness of his heart, you know? Um, whereas, like, an angel energy person might be all up in their business. Like, might be like, oh, my God, I got to help so-and-so. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, right? It becomes a to-do list. They just show up at the right time and do a good deed. I think that's um, – so keep doing that. You're great at that, and the world needs more of that. And they need you not – they need you respecting the boundaries, too, like getting that – hey, you can show up and do a good deed, but it doesn't mean anything about you and it doesn't mean anything about that person and it doesn't mean anything about what you have to do tomorrow. Uh, whereas my angel sisters and brothers tend to take on too much responsibility. Um, this was interesting. I know in Doreen's work, she said that they tend to daydream. And then as I was doing some additional research, they tend to daydream to the point where it might be unhealthy. So be mindful of that. I guess there is a psychological diagnosis for people who daydream excessively. Um, so if that sounds like you, I'm not going to say the name of it. I did do some research and I thought about maybe I should bring this up and maybe this, somebody's going through this. But my spirit guides led me to that if that sounds like you, if I said, hey, are you daydreaming in, in unhealthy ways, um, then go look into that. And that is my show on star energy people, incarnated star beings. I, You know, as I tune into them, what I love is their energy. It feels light, but it's not a, I don't feel, I don't feel any like, uh, the, the boundary lines are very clean. With, with star energy people the woman I, I i lived with it was so great we like the like we shared a space and and um but the way we lived it was so it was almost like we lived in two separate places we had just a really unspoken respect for each other we didn't hang out uh, maybe when i first moved in I, we might have hung out but we just respected each other's space really beautiful. And I think that is the gift that star energy people bring is that they respect each other's differences. They, they respect, um, they're not trying to make everything about them. Um, which is, which is so nice. So nice. Um, so thank you star energy people for being on the earth. You do make the earth lighter in the most beautiful way possible. And, um, Yes. Okay. That's my show. If you're looking for a coach, I'd love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Pay extra close attention to the Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package, the Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package, and I just added email intuitive coaching, which could be a nice option for someone. Um, so 
thank you. Thank you for listening to this program. I'm going to continue this series on the realms. And I look forward to connecting with you again.